everybody, my name is Andrew and welcome to the Bundesliga. This is episode 35 where we're talking about match day 30 in the Bundesliga. We only have four match days left to crown a champion. So getting to the tail end of the season here, at some point there was a time where we didn't know if we were going to get to this far in the season or even get to complete it, but we're getting really close now and it is still as exciting as it was before. So. 12 points are still up for grabs. First and second place are separated by seven points. And after this game week, if RB Leipzig and Gladbach weren't already out, they pretty much are now. And I'll talk about all of that with the matches that I break down. So first up, let's talk about Freiburg versus Gladbach. So Freiburg essentially knocks Borussia Mönchengladbach out of the title race if they weren't already with a 1-0 victory in this match. Freiburg upsets Gladbach 1-0. And the entire match, they pretty much stayed toe-to-toe -to -toe with Gladbach the whole time. They even beat them out on shots. So Freiburg definitely outplayed Gladbach, which is a bit of a surprise for a lot of people. On top of that, the Black and Whites kind of shot themselves in the foot by getting a red card after Freiburg's goal. So even if they wanted to get themselves back in the race and tie the game up 1-1 and, you know, have a good game from there, they really hindered their chances of that happening with that red card. And, you know, playing down a man is never easy, especially when you're behind a goal. So they kind of shot themselves in the foot there. Now this game further cements what I've been saying for a while now on this podcast, and that is that Freiburg is a team that is trying to solidify themselves as a top six, top seven team, a team that can sometimes consistently beat out some of the lower ranked, you know, of the better teams, like a Leverkusen or a Gladbach, or occasionally uh, a Leipzig, something like that. So they are solidifying themselves as a top six team. They are solidifying themselves as a team that consistently wants to get Europa League action, some European action, and they've been working on that for years and years and years, and it's starting to kind of manifest itself. They're starting to quietly, under everyone's radar really, sneak into a top six spot, and you know, good for them. Next up, we have RB Leipzig in second place versus SC Paderborn in dead last, 18th place. Now. This result is not what everyone would expect, actually. In near identical fashion to the previous match, RB Leipzig pretty much eliminate themselves from the title race as they drop two points to relegation side SC Paderborn. So the final score is a 1-1 draw with Paderborn's goal coming in the 92nd minute of stoppage time. So that's a huge blow to Leipzig. Paderborn essentially bullied a strangely weak RB Leipzig team in a way, dominating possession, shots, shots on target. There's a lot of statistics that you would not expect the relegation side to be leading against a pretty strong RB Leipzig side sitting in third place. I think earlier I said they're in second place, but they're, they're in third place. And, you know, Red Bull didn't do themselves any favors by getting a red card after their opening goal, so they were down to 10 men for a good chunk of the game in the second half. So that is pretty surprising that Paderborn was able to steal a point from Leipzig, and essentially from Leipzig's point of view, they dropped two. So... Currently, RB Leipzig sit in third place, four points behind Dortmund, and like Gladbach, I think those two teams are both out of the title race now. It's essentially down to Bayern and Dortmund with seven points separating the two. Now, next match is Mainz versus Frankfurt. So here, Mainz picks up a 2-0 clean sheet versus Frankfurt just to keep themselves out of relegation. They may have fallen into relegation spot here if they did not win this game. So to me, what this makes clear is that losing coach Niko Kovac 
Luka Jovic, Ante Rebic, and Sebastian Allaire all in one transfer season really, really hurt Frankfurt. And here we are two years later, and they really haven't seemed to have recovered from that. I mean, that year with that exact lineup, Kovac, Jovic, Rebic, Allaire, that team beat Bayern Munich in the DFB Pokal final. Next season, Kovac is coaching Bayern Munich. Jovic went over to Real Madrid. Allaire went over to West Ham. And I believe Rebic is playing in Serie A. So you lose that deadly trio. And if you guys listen to all the episodes I had around that time, every week, week in, week out, I was saying how good this trio is, how amazing they were. And it's really sad that you kind of lost all those players in one transfer season. And I imagine they got decent money for them and they weren't able to really replace them with players of the same caliber. And that's showing to this day how much it hurts. They're kind of floundering around in, I believe, 11th place right now, which is not really what I expect from a Frankfurt team. So, you know, that's really kind of sad here. And especially they lost to a relegation contender, minds, you know. They, they really do look to me like a former shell of themselves a couple of years ago. I really do hope that they can make a recovery because Frankfurt has easily one of the best and most diehard loyal fan bases and a really good team at one point in time, and I hope they can return to those days. But for now, Mainz picks up the 2-0 clean sheet. Congrats on them, and they stay out of relegation. All right, now on to one of the more exciting matches this match day. We have Bayern Munich versus Bayer Leverkusen. So here, Bayern wins probably the most difficult opponent since they opened up that seven-point gap at the top between Dortmund. This was going to be the match, to me, that determined whether or not Bayern was going to go ahead and run away with the title or not. And it looks like they are well on their way to a record eighth Bundesliga title with a final score of four Bayern, two Leverkusen. The big factor here, Leverkusen is playing without Kai Havertz, which really hurts them, in my opinion, because Kai Havertz is easily one of the most informed players in the Bundesliga, one of the best young German players right now. So him not being on that Leverkusen side against Bayern really hurt their chances. Because you see, they put up two goals. So who knows if Kai Havertz was there, if he could have had some creativity and scored some more goals for them, and who knows how the game would have went. But as it sits, score went 4-2. to It would have been nice to have him play to see how these two teams would play at full strength. So we're going to have to wait for another day to see that. However, Bayern continues to show that goals can really come from anywhere with all four of their goals scored by different players. So Bayern is really deadly right now. The goals aren't just coming from Lewandowski, they're coming from everyone, and this game shows that. All right, next up, and lastly, we have Borussia Dortmund versus Hertha Berlin. So here, Dortmund pick up a not-so-impressive win over Hertha Berlin, 1-0 to Dortmund with a goal coming from Emir Chan. Still marginally in the title race. I'm not quite going to call it yet because there's 12 points on the table and there's 7 points separating them. So if you do the math, they're not eliminated just yet. So I'm not calling it just yet because you really can't. And the way both these teams have been playing, they're both winning a lot of games except for that Dortmund-Bayern game, which really obviously hurt Dortmund's chances. So we still don't know, but it's getting close to being Bayern's year again. However... The one factor in this match, Dortmund versus Hertha, is that they didn't have their star player Erling Holland. He was out, I believe he had a knock, and did not play in this game, which shows with only a 1-0 victory over Hertha when in previous weeks they were putting up plenty and plenty of points. This week they were only able to put up one goal. 
However, I would like to point out the decent defensive performance from Hertha Berlin. I do believe Boyata looked really good. He shined in this game and showed that he really is a really, really good center back and a good player for that team. I don't know if Hertha played Matthias Cunha, which is one of their better attacking players right now. So both teams kind of were missing some elements, and that may have led to the very low-scoring 1-0 game. But as it sits, Dortmund does pick up their three points, and that keeps them marginally in the tighter race. I'm not going to call it just yet, but they still are there. Now, as I record this, the DFB Cup Final is set July 4th, 1.55 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Now, Bayer Leverkusen defeated fourth-tier side, I believe, Saarbrücken, and Bayern just nearly edged out a stronger Frankfurt than the one that played in the Bundesliga last week to get to the final. So the final will be Bayer Leverkusen versus Bayern Munich. I really do hope that by this time Kai Havertz is back and healthy because, like I mentioned a minute ago, I really do want to see these two teams face off full strength with all their best players. And if Kai Havertz is back by July 4th, that could happen. So I want to see that match for sure. So the Bundesliga match a few weeks ago was really fun. This one should be too, especially as it's a cup final. It's not just for points, it's for a trophy. That always adds an extra pep in the step of a bunch of players because you're playing for more than just points or a regular season game. You're playing in a cup final and that always lights a fire under their ass because they want that trophy. Also, I do have to mention in today's Bayern Munich versus Eintracht Frankfurt shirt, Frankfurt did have a really, really awesome jersey. So Frankfurt's sponsor is Indeed. I believe they're the, uh, the resume website, the job search website. And today, their jerseys said Black Lives Matter, and then under it had the Indeed logo. So essentially, the phrase was Black Lives Matter Indeed, which is really cool. And I believe if the commentators have it correctly, that shirt sold out very, very quickly through Eintracht Frankfurt's website. So good on them. That's a nice show of solidarity against police brutality, so good job. All right, the last thing I want to mention for this episode is transfer rumors. So the biggest one that we're hearing right now is Timo Werner has agreed to a transfer contract with Premier League side Chelsea. Now, I'm sure I talked about this earlier during the quarantine episodes when I was covering lots of random weird transfer rumors, but at the time, if I remember correctly, the biggest suitor for the RB Leipzig star, Timo Werner, was Liverpool, not Chelsea. So since then, the developments have kind of been that Chelsea is the front runner. From what I hear, the price is 55 million euros or pounds. I don't know how they choose which currency they use, but 55 million euros, let's say, for Timo Werner. So that is pretty awesome. I can only imagine what his price would be if we weren't in this weird quarantine situation. I really do wonder if his price tag would be a lot, lot higher maybe close to that 100 million mark if we weren't in a quarantine situation. Because you do know that transfer prices have been super, super inflated the last couple of years. Eden Hazard went for 100 million. Joao Felix went for over 100 million. All these players, I believe Anton Griezmann went for over 100 million. So all these inflated, inflated transfer prices, I easily think that Timo Werner could have attracted that kind of money. But as so, the rumor sits, it's at 55 million. So, my thoughts, I hoped he would stay in the Bundesliga, but that's kind of, you know, just my own thoughts, not really realistic. Clearly, he was on the radar of lots of teams, and somehow Chelsea was able to edge out Liverpool to get his signature. Although they haven't yet, it's not, you know, there's no ink on paper yet, but it's pretty much set in stone that 
Timo Werner is probably going to Chelsea. So that is the rumor. We will see how that develops, if the price stays. But let me know what you guys think. Do you guys think that this is a good transfer for Timo Werner? Do you think he should stick out in the Bundesliga with Leipzig for a couple more years, see if they can have some league success or Champions League success? Or do you think he has a better shot of winning trophies with Chelsea? Let me know. Feel free to hit me up at my email, which is w2bundesliga at gmail.com. That's w, the number two, bundesliga at gmail.com. If you guys have any questions, you can send them there as well. I love to answer fan questions. On top of that, you guys can find me on Instagram at welcome to the Bundesliga with underscores between each word. That is at welcome to the Bundesliga with underscores between each word. On top of that, definitely check out my Instagram because sometimes when I'm watching games, I will go on IG Live so you guys can join me and kind of hear me talk about and comment on some of the games. I usually go on before the game starts or right around the first few minutes of the game. Sometimes I'll hop on at the second half, beginning of the second half, and talk about it. So definitely hop on if you guys want to get involved and ask some questions. I'd love to hear them. Finally, check out the show notes for this episode. I will have highlights of the RB Leipzig versus Paderborn game, as well as Freiburg versus Gladbach. I will put all the goals from the Bayern versus Leverkusen game. And lastly, I will include some information, some articles about Timo Werner's transfer to Chelsea. So check the show notes for all of that. Once again, my name is Andrew, and I'll see you guys next time. (laughs) 